You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, October the 12th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. A rocket alert was sounded in the Bet Shemesh area a short while ago. Earlier today in Sderot, five people were injured in a rocket strike from the Gaza Strip. One person was critically hurt, one was seriously hurt, two were moderately hurt, another person was treated for shock. Rocket fire on the Gaza periphery renewed this morning after a quiet night. This morning, a salvo was also fired toward central Israel with alerts sounding in the Sharon area and western Samaria. A rocket fell in an open area near Ariel. No one was hurt. The mayor of Sderot, Alon Davidi, called on the government to immediately evacuate the town. Until now, communities in the periphery near the Gaza border fence have been evacuated, but not the larger towns in the western Negev. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been meeting in the Kiryan Tel Aviv with the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who arrived in Israel on a solidarity visit. They are expected to issue statements soon. At the start of the meeting, Blinken said he is in Israel to make one thing clear. The United States stands with Israel and its people and was always stand resolutely against terrorism. Prime Minister Netanyahu thanked Blinken and said, we are here and we are not going anywhere. The IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari in a briefing a short while ago said that the IDF in its strikes on Gaza is giving priority to targeting senior Hamas leaders. He said one of them, a murderous terrorist who would film the atrocities he committed and spread them on social media. The spokesperson also said that ISIS flags were found on the bodies of all the terrorist infiltrators who were killed in Israel. On the falling and the missing, Hagari said that families of 222 soldiers killed in the war have been notified and families of 97 people abducted have also been updated. The death toll in Israel since the start of the Hamas assault has reached 1,300. More than 3,300 people were wounded. Some 100 of them remain in serious condition. The number of members of police killed now stands at 46. A full list of the fallen security forces and civilians can be found on the Conbox and the Con digital platforms. The government coordinator for captive and missing Israelis, Reserve Brigadier General Gal Hirsch, briefed the families of the missing on the government efforts to bring their loved ones home. He said the efforts are focused in three central areas, intelligence operational, forming a situational assessment of the missing and the captive, and government support of the families. The Defense Ministry is setting up a team to deal with infrastructure in the Gaza periphery until a national authority to oversee the rehabilitation of the decimated communities is formed. The team will be led by Reserve Major General Ronnie Numa. It will include cleaning and clearing the roads and entrances to the communities, removal of rubble of building and cars, and handling civilian infrastructure. El Al Israel Airlines has announced that for the first time in more than four decades, it will fly on a Saturday, the Jewish Sabbath, to bring back Israelis called up for emergency military reserve duty, as well as security and rescue forces stranded abroad. 
Israel's national carrier said it is preparing to operate flights this Saturday from the United States and Asia to help bring back Israeli army reservists whose return to the country is vital during the current war with the Hamas terror group. The cost of the flights will be borne by El Al and large U.S. financial institutions, the airline said in a statement. El Al said breaking its decades-long policy of not flying on the Jewish Sabbath received halachic approval as the rescue flights are considered part of what is known in Hebrew as pikuach nefesh, the Jewish legal principle that saving a life over trumps nearly all other religious requirements. Israel's research universities have announced another postponement of the start of the academic year until November 5th in light of the ongoing security situation. A con reporter says that the heads of the Hebrew University of Jerusalem also sent a harsh letter to the presidents of Stanford and Harvard universities over what they said was were weak condemnations of students who had blamed Israel for Hamas's brutal massacre of Israelis in the south on Saturday. The weather outlook in Israel. Seasonal temperatures this afternoon, chance of light rain in the northern hills tomorrow and the day after. The same Monday calls for significantly cooler temperatures, especially in the hills and inland. Intermittent rain in the north and the center. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 25, Tel Aviv 28, Beersheba 29, and in a lot going up to 32 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.